This is episode number eight of the Jason Croft Show and part two of our interview with Jillian Jordan. This is not business as usual. Host Jason Croft is a video marketing strategist driven to grow your business. He grabs top CEOs, startup founders, even sales and marketing rock stars, throws them in a moving vehicle, and forces them to give you their most valuable tactics and business insights. So sit back, buckle up, and hang on for the Jason Croft Show. If you haven't checked out part one yet of our interview with Jillian, do that right now. Otherwise, let's get back to the Dallas co-working space, The Grove, with its commitment to social impact, and talking to Jillian Jordan about the great seed bomb. It's an educational thing. It's like I'm, I'm trying to teach the folks even going on my bike ride that, okay, don't call the city when the medians on the highway are overgrown, guys, unless it's causing like an obstructive, you know, obstruction sure. to your view or something like that, that makes sense. But let's turn, my thing is, let's turn the entire highway system in the U.S. or the trail system into, like, a pollinator garden. There's right. no reason not to. I mean, it, it, there's certain areas where you can, you know, have, like, a mow area, but don't make it, like, all mow and then little no mows. That's essentially what's happening now is, like, little areas where they're, like, you can see bomb here, and they'll, like, cordon it off. I'm, like, that's not the point. So Fort Worth, <laughs> let us do, like, a free-for-all. Like we rode wow. and we just threw them wherever. I was like, this is amazing. This is exactly what I had in mind. This was the vision. Um, they take several years to grow, so we haven't had a whole lot popping up. We had some, um, but folks need to know like how to like stratify, I guess is the best way. To, I don't know. Like they come out and bloom at different times. Gotcha. And okay. So they should do that for their yard too. I don't know. It's a bunch of stuff to, to basically talk about. It all ties together. Yeah. It's. It's interesting because it's it's like you're trying to take the the fun and the physicality of the tie-dye runs or anything like mm -hmm. that, um, but with this educational component and stuff like that. Is it? Yeah, it's a nerdy 5K. <laughs> right. I'm okay with that. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just interesting. Any, any any reason not to do a run instead of bike yes. or anything. And, and the reason, now that's not to say we won't in the future. I mm -hmm. have been thinking about it. I've had so many requests for that. Um, one of the reasons is because we can't cover the distance that we would on a bike. Sure. Uh, so that spreads out the seeds more and it, it you know, um, uh, less habitat fragmentation. I mean, bees, what I learned from Jessica Beckham was that, you know, when bees are doing the waggle dance, they're going into the hive and they're showing other bees like, okay, here's how you get to these flowers cool. well it got to a point where i mean some of the colony collapse issues if you guys have seen these documentaries like they talk about no bodies so uh, that's not mites that's not pesticides even in some cases i mean some cases it is because they're out in the you know they're foraging but sometimes it's that they leave and they never find the the nourishment to get back like mm. it's it's separated so much so and we've overdeveloped so much and we've seen these things as weeds and you know, Roundup is used in, in farmland and agriculture so much, you know, these things aren't out there. So, like, they go so far, they get lost. I mean, a lot of folks don't know about that aspect, but there's, there's a lot of different things that contribute to colony collapse disorder. Yeah. Um. The way we choose our vendors, everything is hyper-local. So this is what we're moving towards, is all the vendors are hyper-local. Even when I sold my tickets, it was on pre-Kindle, because it's in the area. Then the shirts are from Pan Actor, because that's Denton. Mm -hmm. um, then the seed bomb mix is from uh, the Native American uh, seed, which I love them. And they're, they're local, just north of Denton. So 
if I'm going to take this, and I've gotten requests from all over the world. I mean, I'm talking like UK, UK has contacted me, several cities in Canada, um, to come several and do cities, this there. yeah, several okay. cities in Australia, uh, New Zealand, and all over the United States. And when I think about when I write to them, I'm like, that's awesome that you want to help us. You know, there's coordinators out there. Um, I, I ask them first off, like, what what organization would you want this to benefit? Because mm -hmm. I want to check up to see, make sure this is a small, hyper-local organization that's doing this, you know, boots on the ground work. And also, like, what, what vendors could we potentially use that you know of so we can use vendors in that economy, that area? Right. So we want to, like, do the hyper-local, like, sourcing even. Right. And I mean, that's part of the, and that's part of the, basically the mission statement it of is, yeah. what you've got. Everything's hyper-local. Yeah. yeah. So we want to come in and have this really be the Great Sea Bomb Austin. We want this to be your city's Great Sea Bomb. Each right. one's going to look different. They're going to have the characters of each city. Right. And you've got some of that. You've got Austin coming Austin's up? In, yes. Austin is um, in the works, and I'm working with somebody down there, and she works for like a, the Rainforest um, Conservancy, I think it's called. Okay. Um, and so I'm working with the folks down there. We also have a professor from UT that we're talking to. Um, so that one, we're aiming for like late spring. Uh, we'll try yeah. to do that, <laughs> try to pull that off. We have one in Irving in the fall. Uh, Ir oh, nice. City of Irving wanted to do it on Campion Trail. Um, and then I'm looking to Minnesota, North Carolina, Atlanta. Um, I want to accomplish at least five this year and then increase them next year uh, so I can build a team and start paying people. Right, <laughs> right. Because really, it's just me and like a couple of volunteers right now. Right, trying um, to organize right. all these. Right, but um, evidently, the story was went national, um, and also because we were a, a pollinator, um, grant, like um, what's, what is it called? The pollinator uh, pollination project. That's it. We're okay. a pollinator project grantee, which gotcha. it was on CBS Sunday morning. And this guy is a Dallas real estate agent or real estate guy, gives out a thousand dollars every day, and we were one of the grantees. Um, cool. So they published it, or they like wrote something up in. Uh, HuffPost Impact, so we're in there, and then NPR here covered us, ugh, which is like my dream. I was like, really? <laughs> and then not only was it like a little side story, which I totally thought it was going to be, it was like prime time, like twice. Wow. It was like morning drive and afternoon. I'm like, what? So oh, we were fantastic. right there with like a Syrian uh, Greg Abbott story. It was wild. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, the, the posts on Facebook are now starting to go viral. Like. Um, basically my tribe like people that get it are picking this stuff up putting it on their website with 14,000 followers those people are then sharing it and that's how all these requests are pouring oh, in that's fantastic so they're seeing uh, people are seeing it so how yeah. is that how how is that translating into momentum momentum uh, well for me it's just it's encouraging mm -hmm. to see that there's still I'm trying to figure out ways for these small I'm picking like certain towns where I think the population density and such will work, mm -hmm. um, and also the community in that area. Um, and then these little ones that I'm getting a lot of requests for, I'm putting together basically a great C-bomb kit where okay. they can run their own fundraiser. Because um, that's what I'm thinking too, like even, down, I mean, does yeah. it work to have Grapevine Seed bomb, the you know the yeah, the small I mean, small little outposts. Yeah, I mean there's actually a way to do that. There's this historical uh, documentation of what is actually native. Uh, if you really want to get into the nitty gritty, there is like literal like, like you can go find it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're still building a lot of them. 
which is why I'm such a big fan of Native Prairies Association of Texas because they're they're definitely boots on the ground folks. So they're our next beneficiary. I'd like okay. to use them. Uh, I'd like to give money to them. Mm -hmm. Um, and we also use these beneficiaries as part of our community to help us do this because they have stake in the game. They can get money right. from this. So they promote it in, on their network. That helps us draw the crowd and able to pay for tickets and these, you know, the, the seeds and the compost. Compost is like dirt cheap. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the clay That's and, all, folks. <laughs> and, the, uh, and the seeds are actually really expensive. Because I mean, a little you know pound of seed can cost native seed that's non-GMO can cost fifty dollars for just a little one. Good grief! And then we'll build like ten thousand seed bombs. So right. this last one we built four thousand, but this next one we have to build fifteen because we learned about like distribution. So we're still learning, like how many seed bombs you actually have to blanket over the ground for this stuff to take hold <laughs> and work, right? Um, so uh, yeah, it's gonna take a lot more sea bombs and we may actually have to start cordoning off certain areas and just bombing the heck out of things using target practice or something. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's basically where, where we are right Any now. Any thoughts of rogue seed bombing? Oh, gorilla gardening? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's really the, the sway of it, I think. Gorilla gardening's fun. I've done it, I, I mean. You g nobody can catch me. I, I, anyway, we're not um, recording or anything. <laughs> but uh, not terrible yeah. gorilla gardening, Ooh, but I like, like drones. Have you thought drones? We have. That's great. We have. Yeah. Um, Seedles. I work with two companies that I really love. Um, one is Seedbombs.com out of Pennsylvania. It's actually a soil ecologist. She's awesome, and she puts a lot of science and research into her seed balls. So love her. Uh, she, she donated 4,000 seed balls actually last time, oh, wow. which is not cheap for her to do. Um, and also, uh, we use uh, Seedles. Well, we've talked to Seedles a lot in the past. So they are the ones that like took a plane over a farmland and uh, talked to a private landowner. And they had these colored seed balls, because for kids, like they love the colored ones. And they basically launched them from a plane all over this guy's property. <laughs> yeah, so it was like millions of seed balls. That's awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> these things, I want to link up with all these folks because I'm all about collaboration. So you could make it grow by just being, I am all about like working with folks. Right. I would love to merge and just make this huge and make it a big project. That's how, I mean, you get, you get size, you get scale. Exactly, yeah. That's how you get attention and yeah, eyeballs. Yeah, right. And I don't want it to be like about my face, the founder or whatever. I want this to be about the crowd that cares about this and can do something about it and i want it i want the great sea bomb to become its own thing and become yeah. a life of its own and um the impact is the most important thing so the next step is really paying attention to is this working mm -hmm. um it is are the seed bombs taking hold are you know um which kind of seed mix works best um and which who's keeping areas, track of that right how, how keeping keep, track of that but on top of that talking to the nonprofits we've donated to and saying, mm -hmm. hey, what, what happened with the money and what metrics can you provide to us, you know, for, for the money that we provided. That makes sense. Um, and then, yeah, so just, just getting better at impact. Um, well, that's great. I think it's, I think it's a, a fantastic big picture cause. Which is which is I awesome. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely don't want to let it die. You know, it, it's right. it's something that is my heart, and I, I do want to see it flourish. I mean, was was this after this first event in Fort Worth? Was it? Oh, we've got a long way to go. Or was it? Okay, this is 
this can happen. It was like, oh my God, it's only me. And <laughs> it's getting huge attention. I better get some people to help me. Gotcha. That's where I am right now. I'll be honest. I'm like looking for co-founders. I'm looking for somebody that understands this and you know can help out like making this happen. Because when it's just me and just a couple of volunteers, that's the hardest part. <laughs> oh yeah. So, and I just adopted a baby, so I'm like, uh, I got a lot of things. Um, and she's adorable. So, yeah, she's yeah. adorable. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I really want to, I want to see this become a thing of its own. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, th this is awesome, awesome story. Anybody have any questions for Miss Jillian? Right. Get educated on which routes I could take on my own bike, on my own leisure, and transfer that to I, I, I didn't have a plan for any routes, like given routes. Uh, it could turn into that. Uh, but I have had a plan for creating kits because I have gotten a lot of requests from t smaller towns where I don't think like an entire seed bomb would be a good idea, a great seed bomb, um, you know, just from population and, and such. Um, but if some, you know, if say a school wanted to create a community garden on their property mm. and they wanted to do this as a fundraiser, I'd like to send them a kit and describe how to, how to do it and then do like a smaller scale version that's, yeah, independent, kind of slower pace, um, where teachers can come in and, and stop at each, you know, like water stop and provide information. Um, yeah, but that's a good idea. Lucas. One question. Where in upstate New York are you from? Syracuse? What? Yeah. We need to talk. <laughs> yeah, isn't it beautiful up there? Yeah. Like, gosh, okay. Yeah. It is. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, what's kind of your, uh, you know, future goal for the next, you know, five, ten that's, years? That's two questions, Lucas. Oh. Oh, well. You said one okay. question. Yeah, yeah. That's two questions, no, yeah. Okay. So five, ten years? <laughs> I honestly. Is this the end goal, or do you um, you know, I, I do, I, this is a project, and I do think it has a shelf life because, as he said, I think these 5K runs are, are a fad. I'm not sure how long they'll go, and I'm counting on that, actually, because I think <coughs> what I'm going to do is five years for this. Um, you know, and I have, a, I have thought about establishing it as a nonprofit and having it go more in-depth in terms of impact and just focus on these, the, the educational issues I was talking about and, and maybe some ag advocacy work for, you know, uh, bike infra infrastructure and um, you know, like making a lawnmower native and things of that nature. I I'm not sure. See, the way this even became what it is is from just like following like stuff I was interested in. So I'm gonna stick with this for five years and see where it branches out because I have a feeling the community, the tribe that's interested in this, is gonna teach me where to go. Yeah. Like I just I know that doing it and seeing all of the connections will will steer us in a more impactful way. And it won't be just me. It'll be like a team of folks. That's what I'm counting on. So I'm looking for my tribe. Yeah. Fantastic. Hmm? I think it's awesome. So thank you for sharing your story. <laughs> um, I think one of the aspects that appeals to me the most is we often sort of view the environment as this other thing and not us. Yeah. <laughs> and so a lot of times there's a disconnect. You hear big issues and you sort of think there's nothing I can do in my backyard. Or right. or like the, the, you know, the issues of bees or the pollination or they, hey, we 
um, I've seen people that are uh, like have a background, like a PhD in this kind of work. The, a lot of them are, are part of the organizations that I'm contacting that I'm trying to give money to, but they're also the same people that'll come out and ride. And then I have a lot of like younger people that are like, this is just cool, I wanna do it, and I've always been worried about this issue, and I'm really into organic food, I wanna ride. Um, then, yeah, I think it's just the opportunity to touch upon something or help something. It's their time, it's their, it's their money and donations. Um, it's the actual act. Like for instance, we have a seed bomb making party to help me build all these seed bombs. It's literally just me, so I'm like, how am I gonna build like 5,000 seed bombs? <laughs> so I was like, let's have a party, let's give people food, make it happen. Um, Steve Short at Henrietta Creek Orchard um, in uh, was it Roanoke helped me do this. And we had it at the Brit and kids came out. So that next cool. thing you know, you got Girl Scout troops and Boy <laughs> Scout troops and they're all building these seed bombs. Um, and now they're interested in writing. Now their parents are interested in writing. And that's what it's about. It's about getting like the masses to realize like together we can do something about this. But if it's just me, like forget it. <laughs> if it's just like one like nerd when it comes to the, you know. Um, but yeah, I think everybody, I think it's, it's, a, it's a tangible thing, but it's accessible, which is, we've talked about this, Zach. I accessibility is key and collaboration is key. Yeah, I mean, that's, they like, yeah, well, education for the kiddos, like when kiddos like, like learn about something, like I said, you learn to love it and then you learn to protect it. It's really in the hands yeah. of like future generations. Yeah. Um, so we're starting the work and we all love this stuff. Um, so we're just pulling together to teach every, like everyone about this and what they can do. Um, but we're counting on these younger guys to come up and continue this work. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to piggyback off of that because um, I'm an educator, uh, I'm actually a high school teacher, and uh, have you, and, and I came in late, so you may have already touched on this, but do you have some, do you have like a kind of a pre-packaged, or do you have uh, the vision of having kind of like a pre-packaged curriculum that you can go into uh, like a school system and and have like a lesson plan for science teachers or STEM yes. teachers to kind of feedback on? We are planning on that. I am not the person for that, however. Mm -hmm. I'm just a marketer. Uh, so even though I, I, I'm interested in the environment and I have self-research, I'm gonna be partnering with folks to do that. Sure. So um, just I'm gonna get the expertise in before I go with that. But yeah, that's that's essentially what we're trying to do to, to get um, we have a couple of people interested in doing that already. Like writing so. curriculum? Yeah. 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 Um, can you talk a little bit about your fundraising and your income streams? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll be completely transparent. I lost money on the event, um, but it was worth it to me. So it was my personal savings. Uh, I just believed in the project. And um, the, we got some sponsorships. Uh, because it was a first-time event, it was kind of hard to get those. Um, but we did get some sponsorships. We had other people that were really interested, so like Whole Foods, for example. But they couldn't contribute because I wasn't a nonprofit. So now I'm kind of thinking about becoming a nonprofit. 
Um, so it's hard. It's really hard to do social entrepreneurship in Dallas, in Texas rather, because there's no like structure for mm. a B Corp even. Um, but uh, I'm thinking about becoming a nonprofit. Um, we also had support from Earth Day Texas. Uh, so for this Dallas ride even, they, were, they donated 5,000. Um, but I haven't cashed that, of course, because our Dallas ride fell through. But So I get sponsorships. I have a tiny fare at the end, and I get some vendor money, but it's like $35 for a booth. Um, we also, the ticket sales bring in uh, revenue. And then at the actual event, we sell um, pre-packed, uh, um, I guess our, sorry, our fanny packs are pre-packed with C-bombs. So we sell those, we sell our t-shirts, and surprisingly, people like bought those things on their own. I really didn't think they would, but it's included <laughs> with a full ticket. Um, so right now, uh, I split all the money that comes in, you know, half, and then I give half, and then the other half goes to like covering my expenses. Um, it didn't cover all the expenses this last time, but I mean, it was to be expected. I, I'm not, a, I'm thinking like with event three, we'll probably start, you know, being okay with revenue mm -hmm. and I can hire people to help me. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's really that. That's right an now. interesting crossroad you are though too between stay the social for profit or yeah, go I, that's something I've been struggling with the last few months. Um, what are I, both sides of that? Well, what? here's the thing. I, I started it as a social enterprise under Hub and Spoke Collaborative mm. because <laughs> it's I, I feel it's more nimble. I feel we could scale quicker. Right. Um, it, it's not owned, there's you know, no advisors. Uh, there can be negatives to that though, because I, I do want legit advisors. Sure. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think in my mind, I was like, we can scale quickly. You know, uh, the color runs making millions of dollars. How did they do that? Well, they're a for-profit. Right. So I was like, why not use a for-profit model for something like this? And I didn't want to become this gigantic, you know, like WWF, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really rarely hear about the work on the ground that they're doing. It seems like a lot of it goes through administrative fees, uh, to be quite frank. Um, so I'm not the biggest fan of huge nonprofits. I really like the, the smaller guys that, um, that are really nimble. Um, but I, like I said, I, I've had a lot of people say, we would love to support this, but you're not a nonprofit. We can't write it off. So a lot of them are like, mm -hmm. we want to write it off in our taxes. Sure. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I do get donations from like individual donors, like randomly from like different states and countries. And I know it'll like come in my inbox, like $25. I'm like, what? And I'll personally write them a note. Like, I got this. I know who you are. This is <laughs> rad. Um, awesome. So yeah, it's just little me right now. But I mean, I want to grow it. I definitely want to like get folks in to help yeah. me. Because to me, I mean, that, that's a, it's such an, I mean, Kim, speaks to that very <laughs> very yeah, much I mean, we're thinking about doing crowdfunding to yeah. try to like ramp it up because because I, I don't think i don't think it's it's a it shouldn't be a knee-jerk just like oh we should be a nonprofit. no and it isn't a, yeah. at all i'm still struggling you know? i'm holding out actually yeah i'm still on the fence i yeah. have had two to three people tell me to, to like i went to advice about and they're like yeah just make it a nonprofit. but i don't know i don't know yeah we'll see Yep, that's what Gorilla Garden is. <laughs> but they're, pri they're usually privately owned, yeah. and you can get in trouble yeah, for that. But. There, but. <laughs> uh, and I also walk in, so I just, I like the concept of the yeah, he's, mm. yeah, he's in here. He's in row one. Yeah. Is, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, even just selling a packet for me to do it myself, again, revenue stream. Oh, yeah. Even online store. Exactly. Yeah, no, I have been thinking about that. Um, 
it's just like I almost want to work with my partners, like the the seaballs.com folks, because she's like really an expert in that. Um, so have more of just a link off to that. Right. It's, so it's almost like I want to work with her as a partner to provide seaballs in particular. Exactly. Um, and then just focus on the actual event. Yeah. So I want to focus on the actual event and creating the kits featuring her seed balls, you know, with curriculum from experts. Um, yeah, that's essentially what I want to focus on more so. But even that, too, I mean, can be an affiliate oh, yeah. sales and still get something through. Yeah, that. and I would love to do that with her. In fact, I'm selling um, seedballs.com seed balls at the Earth Day Texas booth that I have. So, okay. I mean, I'm already starting to work with her because I am just such a fan, and she has put a lot of thought and effort into it. Um, has a great mix. She gets it. So. Awesome. Could you do a hybrid where you keep your for-profit and then because of people just want to donate, you have a non A foundation. Yeah. I know it's tricky. Like maybe just is. the event is yeah. non-profit or. I mean, all these things. I've thought about this, but I, I really have no clue what I'm doing. That, to be frank. I mean, I, I just started this, and I don't know enough, and it's put me in analysis paralysis at this point. You know, good question. I'm just a big fan of B Corps, and I think people would understand more so that, you know, I have a .org, um, greatcbomb.org, and it's, but it's still a for-profit, and I mean, the first, qu the first comment I got on one of my, like, NPR stories was, this woman's making money, and I'm like, well, so? I mean, it's a business, right. but it's also, like, the primary focus is donation. <laughs> So, yeah, like, for instance, I don't know, like, my taxes have been very confusing, and I don't know. I need help, frankly. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> but I think there's solutions on I me. Mean, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly where my mind went with it, right. too, because there's, there's definitely people who do know this and, and, yes. and can put this yeah. together in just the right way. Because I, I, I'm positive. I can't even think who it was, but somebody very recently I heard about does something very similar to where really? it's, it's – yeah, Almost I would two love divisions for them for to talk to me. I really count on you guys. Like the startup community has been amazing. I've been involved with this the last three years, and I've had nothing but positive experiences with this community, especially in Dallas. And it goes back to accessibility. Like I think, like if you go to San Francisco, you're not going to get this kind of accessibility with the startup community. So reaching out to you all has gotten me here. So there's no telling how many other companies have gotten to where they are because of this community. Yep. Um, and, and we're all here to support each other. I love seeing other folks succeed in this community. Um, oh, yeah. So, Big time. yeah, it's almost like a thank you, uh, I guess, to everyone, because I've learned so much. Like, it's been um, really fascinating being, being in these events and seeing everything come together. So yeah, if nice. anybody has any advice on that, I, I would love to know what next step to take. I'm looking for partnerships. I'm looking to, to you know, see what formation this will, will, will lead to. Um, yeah. So these are the problems I'm encountering now. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just a small hurdle. I think it will, you know, we'll hop it um, and start creating some cool events. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for, for being on the Great Seed Bomb. Dot org. Dot org. Yeah, greatseedbomb.org. Everything they need to know is right there. Everything, yeah, yeah. And we're planning a... Sea Bomb Noir in Austin, which is actually a night ride, and we'll have a lot of glowing things, and it's kind of like a music, moving music festival. Near the bats? Yeah, Ooh. I would love that. So we're looking into that. Uh, <laughs> you know the bats are going to come in. The Bat Conservation International is already on my mind because they're down there. I'll be contacting them. Um, 
but I want it to be a music music festival of sorts uh, and rent a radio station because you can do that in some cases and have guides that have like like stereos on their backs. See, this <laughs> is the kind of stuff I think about on Sunday mornings. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. But yeah. I like it. Love what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much for Love being here. Love what you're doing too. Everyone has a story, so thanks for like you know yeah. sharing it and digging into the the stories behind you know these these things happening in Dallas. So Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. I'm really impressed with Jillian's resolve to make this project happen. Make sure you connect with her and jump in and be a part of the great seed bomb. If you will, hit the subscribe button here on YouTube and make sure you get more of these interviews as they come out. For my podcast listeners and viewers, please jump over to iTunes, subscribe there, and leave us a review. In addition to creating great shows like this one, you know, I help my clients develop their content marketing ecosystem in order to grow their business. If you're interested in learning how I can help you, visit thejasoncroft.com and let's schedule a time to talk. And hey, if you're interested in doing what I do and learning how to interview people like a pro, sign up for my four-week email course. It's completely free and will give you some great insights into interviewing people on video, whether you have your own show or you want to start a podcast or simply interview someone for your blog. Just go to thejasoncroft.com forward slash interview and get signed up. Next up on the show is Julian Placino. We talk about the secrets that we've found to get hired and to hire the right people. That's in episode nine. Jump over now. I'll see you there. Thanks for listening to The Jason Croft Show. Head over to thejasoncrofts.com for all the show notes, links, and special offers mentioned in the show. Also, if you've not already rated our podcast in iTunes, we'd love your support. Please leave a review in the star rating that you think we've earned. And don't forget to subscribe. We've got more incredible guests coming your way. We'll see you next time for business, breakthroughs, and being better on The Jason Croft Show.